take your Bible. So right now, I want to talk about washing of feet. Say washing of feet. Take your Bible. Let's go to the book of Acts, John chapter 13, verse 2. To read two of our verses. Um, it's a long scripture verse, but I want to read it. Praise the Lord. It says, supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God. He rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. Verse 5. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel. Whereat he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Peter saith unto him, Lord, does thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Amen. Verse 8. Please, everybody sit down. Let movement cease. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Amen. Are you reading your Bible? Are you with me or you are still in the spirit? Have you come down? Hallelujah. God bless you. Verse 9. Said Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. 10. Jesus said unto him, He that is, he that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every word, and ye are clean, but not all. For he, that, for he knew who should betray him, therefore he said, Ye are not all clean. Verse 12, so after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know what ye have done to you. Ye call me master and lord, and ye say well, for, I, for so I am. Verse 14, if I then, your lord and master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Praise the Lord. Verse 15, for I have given you an example that ye shall do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Verse 17, if you know these things, happy are ye. Verse 18, the last verse, I speak not of you all. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scriptures may be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me had lifted his heel against me. Amen. That's quite some scripture reading. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, look at me, everybody. Jesus did a lot of things in the Bible, and sometimes Jesus will use parables. And the purpose of a parable is to reveal truth. I mean, spiritual truth that you couldn't relate to, but God will use a parable like, that has to do with agriculture or a houseman or something to explain a parable. So it's not only the parable that Jesus is talking about. There are revelations that we can glean from so that we'll become better. Are you hearing me tonight? Amen. So this act that Jesus did is not only the act, but in it is a lot of things that we can learn as a church. It's very interesting to me that just about the time Jesus is about to leave, uh, whilst his disciples were planning uh, his post-mortem uh, and the post-burial 
offices. They were thinking who should occupy here, who should occupy here. While Jesus was alive and he was about to die. And they were still talking about him. Some were struggling for offices, positions, and all these things were going on. Jesus, the creator of the universe, and the sustainer, he said, and he upholded all things by the word of his power. Jesus descended to the lowest of the low to still wash disciples' feet. And he that ascended, descended from high, went to the lowest of the low. And it's a great lesson for those of you that are called leaders here. That, you see, all the things that were going on, is as if Jesus didn't know, but he knew. Even including the plots of Judas to betray him, Jesus knew about it. Yet still, he went as low to wash the disciples' feet. These disciples were not born again because as at that time, Jesus hadn't breathed upon them and told them to receive the Holy Ghost, which was the first baptism or the first uh, move of the Spirit of God anytime you are going to receive salvation. It will come first of all by a measure of the Spirit before you are finally anointed with the Holy Ghost baptism. Are you following me tonight? Praise the Lord. So Jesus went very, very low to do what he did. <clears throat> and his example is to us, those of us that call ourselves leaders, that we should be able to go very, very, very low, even when you know that the people are not even right and safe. Because we are following the example of Jesus Christ. And what he did, he commands us to do. He said he did it for an example so that we would also do. Are you hearing me today? So that what we are going to do tonight, it has to do with a lot of humility. We are washing each other's feet to remind ourselves that no matter how high you are, you must come as low as you can. If Jesus came very low, you must also come very, very, very low. Are you following me tonight? Amen. Have you come down or you are still in the spirit? Are you here? Praise the Lord. I want to close you early. That's why I had to step in. Are you hearing me tonight? Praise God. So for us that have been chosen leader, we should be able to come very low and serve. Jesus who created the atoms and everything that exists. Yesterday, he was able to humble himself and wash the disciples' feet. I've listed about seven, these are just an intro. These are about seven things I want to mention to you quickly tonight before we'll get into the feet washing. Are you hearing me tonight? So, number one, anytime your feet is washed, it means that you are welcome in a place. Say welcome. To be welcome is to be accepted. In the book of Ephesians 1 verse 6, it said, to the praise of his glory in which we have been accepted in the beloved to the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein, say wherein, we have been accepted in the beloved. So listen, as we wash your feet tonight, is to let you know that you are welcome here. In Eastern culture, if somebody wanted to welcome you, there's a way they will treat you for you to know that you are welcome. And that is by washing your feet and then welcome you into the house. Are you following me tonight? So anytime your feet is washed, the first sign is that you are welcome. Now, you accepted. See, accepted. No matter how you came in, God is telling us to tell you that you are accepted. 
Because you are born of love. And when you are born of love, there is no condemnation to it. That is what we are. We are begotten in the beloved. That means that it is the love of God that gave birth to us. For God so that he gave his only begotten son. So the purpose for which we are begotten is because of his love. And so when you come into a place and your feet is washed, it is saying that, look, no matter the things that came with you, the struggles, your personal problems, you are welcome here. And I'm praying that as we wash your feet tonight, you will feel very welcome in this place. And when you are welcome, the next thing is that you must work on yourself and become better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you go to a place and you are welcome and you continue to uh, persist with your issues, you begin to have problems. The reason why they welcome is in hope that the power of God is going to change you. As you listen to the word, as you fellowship, definitely a change will occur in your life. Are you hearing me tonight? And so you are welcome to this house in the name of Jesus. We are welcoming, we are open spiritual doors unto you that everything that is here, you also partake of it. Number two, it means rest. Say rest. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to 4, there's a very interesting story about three divine men that came to the tent door of Abraham. It said, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent. This is Abraham when he was sitting in the tent in the cool of the day. In he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day, verse 2. And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground, verse 3. And said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee from thy servant. Let a little water, come on, say water. I pray, I, I pray you be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under this tree. I prophesy to you, as that your feet is washed, rest will come to you. I say rest is going to come to you. Some of us, we are, we are like the prodigal son. We have never rested in a place. Somehow we think that we have somewhere else to go. And because of that, we've never enjoyed the blessing in a place. But usually until a tree is planted, it cannot grow. So any spirit that causes you to be restless in a place, as we wash your feet, may you have rest. May your desire to run away and run to other places, may it cease as your feet is washed. So when your feet is washed, it's a sign of rest. May you rest in God. I say, may you rest in the promises of God. He said, we ought to take the more earnest heed to those things which we had lest. Eh? A, a, a promise given to us, we should fail of it because we didn't enter into the rest of God. And as you wash, we wash your feet tonight, may every promise of God come into manifestation. I don't want to shout, but can you say a big amen? amen. So this is another symbolic meeting of meaning of the, the washing of feet. I'm praying that you see rest will come into your hearts. In your house, there'll be rest. In your soul, there'll be rest. In your emotions, there'll be rest. In your mind, there'll be rest. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that is causing you stress and distress, I'm praying that as we wash your feet tonight, a peace will come on you. A calmness will come on you. Making you know that God has accepted you. And if God has accepted you, nobody can say that you are not accepted. 
receive rest. Receive rest. Rest in your workplace. Rest at home. Rest in the marriage. Rest with your children. Rest in your workplace. Everywhere that concerns you. May God settle you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And so he said rest. And, and then you see, when you rest, then you can be served food. Can you be running and be eating at the same time? It's only those who have rested are saved. But as long as you are stressed and you are moving from place to place, nobody can save you because you are always on the move. As you rest, may a table be laid before you. As you rest, may good come to you. As you acquaint yourself with the Lord, may good come towards you. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ that the rest of God has come upon you tonight. Number three, partnership. Say partnership. If you read the book of Acts, I'm telling you about the blessings that has to do with feet worship. Are you following me tonight? He said, for he was numbered amongst us and he had received or obtained a part of the ministry. Jesus told uh, Peter. Peter said, Lord, washest thou my feet? And said, yes. Oh, if you are going to wash my feet, then wash my whole body. First he said, no, don't wash me at all. Then after he insisted, he said, if you, you don't know what I am doing. And these are some of the things that the disciples didn't know. But we, with hindsight, are benefiting from it. So he said, if I don't wash your feet, you will not have a part. You are not a part of me. That word means a lot of things. It means that partnership. Say partnership. God was, Jesus was telling them that, look, if one of the things I can do for, for, for us to come into some kind of partnership agreement is to serve you. And the meaning of serving you is to wash your feet so you can also wash others' feet. Are you following me tonight? So for the case, in the case of uh, Judas, he had a ministry. Can you imagine associating with the Son of God? Look, if you ask me if I were to live in these times or to live in the days of Jesus, which one would I pray? I would have taken the days of Jesus. They say we are under better, but there's nothing like being with Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Like these guys were with the Son of God. Huh? They were there. They saw the living God himself manifested in the flesh. There's nothing like that. Have you seen Jesus before? Have you seen Jesus before? We have not seen him, but every now and here you appear to one of us. Are you following me tonight? So, yeah. But they, they had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And Judas, for some reason, he had portion of the ministry. He had a part. Now, listen, when we wash your feet, uh, the, the, you see, when we, God will call one person, but everybody who will come with that person, God gives you a portion of the ministry. And that ministry is a spiritual inheritance. It is that inheritance that will cause you to have crowns. Are you following what I'm saying? So God will send a message to Jacob and light the whole of Israel. Come on, I can hear amen. amen. Where, where are my three people? Where are my three people? Titus. I want to see them. Praise the Lord. Oh, please sit down. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so listen, you are obtaining a partnership. Hmm? As you saw Prince leading prayer, he, he, he has an anointing. Are you saying he has obtained a part of the ministry? Are you following what I'm saying here? You stand here, you pray, 
And some of you, when you are praying, you could feel the power. It's, it's a ministry that the anointing has been shared. Are you hearing me tonight? May God, you see, may God give you a very heavy part of the oil and the anointing. <laughs> Glory to God. And let me tell you that the ministry and the, the sharing of the property, <laughs> spiritual property, is the greatest blessing you can ever have. That you have opportunity to sit at the front. You don't understand. But you don't understand the value of what it means. Are you following me tonight? It's a part of the ministry that has been given to you. Or you sing in the choir or do something else. Glory to God. So listen, God is going to give you a definite ministry. Some of you, you're going to create ministries in ministries. And ministries in ministries within other ministries. God is going to grow and give you things to do in this house. There will be enough space for everybody to operate. As we wash your feet tonight. 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 In the name of Jesus. Number four. You belong to Jesus. Anytime your feet is washed, it means that when you give birth to a baby, are you not the one who bathes the child? I own you. You are mine. You are Jesus. I said you belong to Jesus. I said you belong to Jesus. Now, Jesus doesn't pray for the world though. Do you know that? All these people say, let's pray for the world. There's nothing like praying for the world. It doesn't exist. Jesus does it. Jesus is, a, is the intercessor. He created the world, but he doesn't pray for the world. He doesn't. Take your Bible. Go to John 17. Let me shock you. John 17 and verse 9. He, he, he has his people he prays for. And you are one of them. Let me hear your amen. John 17 and verse 9. Look at what it says. I pray for them. I pray not for the world. Mm. But for them which thou hast given me. For they are mine. So you are a child of God. You, God owns you. Clap your hands and say amen. This is a good thing. That means that there are some people. It's some river that owns them. Some people, trees and rocks that own them. And people, some people, Satan. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. He was a liar from the beginning. He was telling some of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those elite people. He said, you are of, the fa- you're, you're of your father. Praise God. So listen, God doesn't pray. Jesus doesn't pray for that. He prays for his people. And you are the one of them that Jesus is praying for. Have you ever wondered why you've not backslidden even though you've been through so much? There's somebody making intercessions for you. When you couldn't pray, when you couldn't fast, he was fasting and praying for you. And so he owns you. Let me hear you, amen. amen. And so we are, anytime we worship, we are re, you are renewing these relationships and they are coming back to life again. And listen, as we wash your feet tonight, anybody who is laying claim on you, they will be overthrown. Listen, we'll dissolve them in the acid of the blood. That water you are going to be washing is like blood. And anybody making claim for your soul, as we claim you and we bring you to Jesus Christ, there's going to be warfare in the name of Jesus. One day, after we did the second crusade, a gentleman came to church and as we were praying, he began to misbehave, manifest. So he was struggling and he was, so he moved to the side of the church and he began to vomit. So after the service, we called him and said, 
What was happening to you? He said, whilst he was in church, the angel of the Lord was standing here and a demonic personality was standing there. And the angel was talking to this person that the thing you have put inside him is going to vomit it. And the person said, he will not vomit it. So you see, whilst we were praying, warfare was going on. Tonight, you'll be reclaimed. Your peace that has been taken away, you'll be reclaimed. In the name of Jesus Christ. So it was happening whilst I was preaching. I saw the guy, he went to the side and vomited. Not knowing, I couldn't see. But there was an angel who said, look, this guy, he belongs to us now. You cannot take him. Today I claim you. Not only your children's children in the name of Jesus. As we wash your feet, we secure you and we seal you with the blood of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands if you hear what I said. That's number what? Five. Number four. Number five is inheritance. Say inheritance. He said, and if children, then heirs of, he said, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that if you suffer a little, uh, you shall also enjoy with him in glory. Now, anytime we wash feet, we are saying that you also must partake of the sufferings of Christ. Now, be careful when I say sufferings. I've told you before that the only suffering we are permitted to suffer has to do with other people, bringing them into the kingdom. Let me hear amen. amen. Yes. Now, you cannot do anything about it. You have to pray for them. You have to follow them up. They will stress you out. A lot of issues. That is the suffering we suffer. All the sufferings of Paul had to do with souls. Am I right or wrong? No, you see. He will go here. He's going to preach. It is the ministry. And with that, there's a little sacrifice, but not sickness. When I say so, I'm not talking about sickness. I'm not talking about poverty. Can you receive what I'm saying tonight? Yes. I'm just saying that the things that Jesus said when he said go, there's some price to pay. And so when we are washing your feet, you are not exempted from going on the field for somebody to insult you, threaten you, lose their dog on you or something like that. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes. If we don't want to suffer, the church will not grow. Are you hearing me? If you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be inconvenienced. You don't want to be bothered. We will not, we will not see growth. Are you hearing me tonight? Today, I really wanted to pray for the young people. And the teens. Glory to God. Let's continue. Number six, taking sides. Say taking sides. Say taking side. Now let's read this very interesting scripture in the book of. Uh, we'll come to no. I, I think let's just Matthew twelve and verse ten. He said, "He that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me is scattered." Now, you you must when it comes to Jesus, you must be very. It must be very easy for you to take sides and make a decision. If Jesus is here and you have another opportunity and you have to make a choice, you shouldn't find it difficult to do that. Praise the Lord. Like you are playing football and there's church. Why should you struggle? If you, because it's a UEFA cup or what? You shouldn't struggle. Let me hear your amen. amen. So you see, when we are washing your feet, we are empowering you to be able to take sides very, very easily. I said very, very easily. I said very, very, very easily. Amen. 
If it comes between your family and Christ, now, if you're a Muslim here, Elikem, where are, where, where are those two girls? Are they here? Why are they not here? But how, how about the other one? Did they come Wednesday, Thursday? Did you find out? Did you follow up? Praise the Lord. So like, for example, you are, you are, you are born into Islam. I've been reading, studying about, I'm listening to a man of God about Islam. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not an easy thing. But like if you make a decision that you, you take Jesus, you may die. Hallelujah. Oh yes. If you study the hadith, those who were with the prophet himself, I don't think a lot of people have read the Hadith, which is like the testimonies, like the Gospels, like the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The people were eyewitnesses with the prophet. So, if, some, if you see a Muslim say, I've given my life to Christ, it's not a small thing. Clap your hands and let's praise the Lord. It's a very major I had a testimony of a guy who got converted on the plane, and the man of God told, I'll see you another time. I said, you, you may not see me again. Where I'm going, you may never see me again. This may be the last time you are seeing me, but I've made a decision. May you take sides. Come on, I can hear you, amen. amen. It should be easy for you, because you know, Satan has changed his strategy now. He doesn't persecute us anymore. He makes us compromise. So you see, like what happened to the children of Israel when they came into uh, the promised land and Balaam who was hired by Balak to curse them he tried many times he couldn't so Satan too has changed his strategy he would just mingle into the, the people and then destroy from within but when he fights from outside very very difficult so this day Satan doesn't really fight the church but the church by itself has become very 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 funny but if we're having opposition, your Christianity will be different. If we had people who were trying to persecute us, nobody would tell you to pray four or five hours. But like it's not, there's nothing because what makes Christianity grow is opposition. The reason why the church was spread was because they were being persecuted in Jerusalem. So if you are not being persecuted, what's the use? Then we begin to die. But may we take a stand in the name of Jesus. I said, may we take a stand in the name of Jesus. It should be easy. So if you talk about this LGBT, if you can't take a stand for Jesus, God help us. Somebody say a big amen. So I've talked about number six, say taking side. Number seven, watch out for dust. Say watch out. Mm-hmm, for what? Go to same John 13 and verse 10. Let me show you something there. John chapter 13 and verse 10. Thank you, Lord. Look at what he said. He says, Jesus said to him, He that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean every weight and ye are clean but not all. Now, 
when you walk, if you study all of us here, if you look us, at us, maybe by the way we are dancing and the dust on the floor, where do you think dust is going to settle? Where do you think dirt is going to settle? Where? Where? On your feet, right? You will not see dust on my head or dust on my clothes. It is as a result of me walking in a place that causes me to attract dust. Praise God. And so, one of the things that when we wash your feet, you come into is that everywhere you have walked and that you have gone to gather dust, that dust will be washed off your life. Though you've gone to places you shouldn't have walked. You've walked in companies you shouldn't have walked. And because of that, you have gathered certain kind of dust. So now, as we wash your feet, you'll be free. You know, the Lord told the serpent, say, dust, dust is what you are going to eat. Satan, the, the serpent was feeding on dust. And dust would gather usually at your feet. And Satan usually attacks us on our feet. And so tonight, as we wash your feet, I command anything on you hmm, that is attracting darkness and evil to be taken away forever. I said to be taken away forever. In the name of Jesus Christ, any place you are, some of you, you went to a juju house. They took you to a shrine. You walked on the dust of a shrine house. And you, you know some of them, when they want to curse you, they come and take the sand. Do you know that? You walk, they see where your steps are. They take the sand there. And then they can use it to curse you. Now, everywhere you have walked, every strange place you have gone, every room you have entered that you were not supposed to enter, you picked something today to be washed off your life. I can't hear your loud amen. I said it will be washed off your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, don't take it as an ordinary thing that is going to happen. As we are watching physically, spiritually, things are going to happen. I said things are going to happen. Any dust that has refused to leave you is going to be washed off by the power of the act for which we are gathered here tonight. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Now, one other thing that signifies dust on your feet is when, you see, you don't, you, you don't, be, you don't become a witness. You see, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach, bring good tidings of good news. So, he said your feet is beautiful. Have you seen a beautiful feet that is covered with dust? Please, have you seen a beautiful feet that is covered with dust? So, anytime you don't become a witness, you are not involved in any kind of church soul winning, soul sustaining, soul promoting activity, automatically you are developing dust on your feet. And your feet are not beautiful. God wants to make your feet very beautiful. Your feet prepare with the gospel, short with the gospel of peace. Is that not what the Bible says? So, everybody's feet must lead you to something. And <laughs> come on, let me hear you, man. Yeah. When we wash your feet tonight, you will find the house of your soul. Yeah. Ah, they didn't say, let me try. Yeah. I said, you remember somebody you must visit in the name of Jesus. Yeah. 
even in your car, you will not find it hard from tonight to visit a soul, preach to a soul, invite a soul to them, and lead a soul to Jesus Christ. And may God wash every dust off your feet. I said off your feet. Some of you, the dust is so heavy, it's become a mountain. So you can't make progress in life because you are not involved in anything gospel. Today we are going to wash it off. I said we are going to wash it off. I said we are going to wash it off in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout amen. Shout amen three times. Two, three. So watch out for dust. Is That is where the problem is. Not your, your, your key. In fact, you see, you are only serving God because you love God. If you are born again, you don't have to come to church. You don't have to come to church. The only thing that church is doing for you is because you didn't go to heaven, the church is supposed to train your mind so that you can be relevant and take dominion whilst you are here. And so you, you are not obligated to, to go to soul winning. It's not. It's only because you love God. And anybody, lovest thou me more than these? Feed my sheep. So I'm here because of love. As we wash your feet, may liquid love be poured into your life. And may your feet become very beautiful. I imagine your feet so shiny, your head will look glorious. You know, when you want to see how somebody looks, you start from the feet. You look at the feet and then you go up. Listen, you are going to have so much light, so much glory, so much, you know, because your feet is washed and you are involved in the gospel, somehow your end is going to be glorious. I see you walk on red carpets. When you see a hustler, you don't have to look anywhere. Just look at the feet. You see the what? What do they call that thing? Unaitia Pai Pai. How do they say it in English? What? Parks. Crack, whatever. It's like, you know, the, the person's feet, you can see suffering suffer. The, the, and you, you see, you can't see anybody whose feet are, has those blisters and their feet is clean. It's, it's not possible. When you see the blisters, you know it's dust. That trouble causes them. They work together. Today, every blister, every struggle, every stress, you are going to come into rest. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your loud amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. Number seven. Number eight, sorry. Servant is not greater than the master. Amen. Jesus told them in John 13 and verse 16, he said, Verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he. Now, when we wash your feet, it's to make you humble. Please stay humble. Amen. You cannot, listen, if I am not greater than Jesus, no matter how anointed you are, you cannot be above me here. Hello. You don't want to hear that. If I send you go and start a home care, are you greater than the one who sent you? It's not possible. So let's, 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 let's receive humility. Let me hear you, amen. Mm. So Jesus said, look, I'm washing your feet. Huh? Go and do likewise. But what you are doing, remember that you cannot be greater than the one who sent. At best, according to Luke 6 verse 40, you can be like the master. 
if you have mastered things, if you, if you gain mastery, you qualify to be like the master. Can I have your amen? amen. And number nine, my last point. Betrayal. Say betrayal. betrayal. I can't hear you. Say betrayal. betrayal. John 13 and verse 18. Look at what the scripture says. That I speak not of you all. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He that eateth with me, bread with me, hath lifted up his heel against me. Now, one of the lessons in the feet washing is that don't betray those who wash your feet or those who send you or those who ordained you or those who put you in the ministry. Are you hearing me tonight? Jesus was teaching them a lesson. He said, look, I've washed your feet. But he, 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 he used Judas' example. Jude. Jesus, I want to find out whether Jesus really washed Judas' feet. Apparently he did. He did. He washed, he said, but one of you is not clean. He said, all of you, you are okay. Your head, your shoulder, your body, except your feet. But there's one among you who is not clean. My God. And so the master that washed his feet, he was able to betray them. Listen. Don't destroy where God is building you. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Are you hearing what I'm telling you today? Don't betray the hands that lifted you, the hands that have prayed for you and helped you to get to where you are getting to. It's a lesson for the church. I said it's a lesson for the church. Jesus was not happy with uh, Judas, but because he was a, he is a pastor, he had to do what he had to do and wash Judas' feet. But he wasn't happy. He knew that the guy wasn't clean. Yet still, he had to wash his feet. Are you hearing me today? May you not become a betrayer. Amen. I can't hear your amen. amen. Look, this is the lesson. Oh, this is the real lesson. That the fact that Jesus has gone low for them. You know, sometimes when somebody comes so low to you, you, you think that he's your colleague. And then you begin. Can you imagine... Jesus, if Jesus had come into his glory, come in, do you think Judas could have gone anywhere close? It's not possible. But because he lowered himself, Judas thought, oh, I knew him. I know him. I know where he sleeps. And so he will betray him. Praise the Lord. Stand on your feet. master. I want you to talk to God tonight. Look at me. Sometimes I wonder why people can just live like that. Or you pay tithe. You sacrifice. You just let go your labor like that. You are not wise. I say you are not wise. It is better you stay and make sure that things work. Like me, I spent 30 something years in Victory Bible Church. And then somebody will do something to me and I'll walk off and destroy all my relations. You are not wise. I was paying tight for many, many, many years. You can't just let me walk away. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Come on, let me hear you, amen. Yes. Don't, don't. Your investments of prayer, sacrifice, fellowship, following up that's all. You can't just throw it away because of something small. And then you betray the whole thing. You let go the whole thing. You are not very wise. 
You have more investment than even me, the pastor here. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Lift your voice, begin to pray. Don't betray your leaders. As they wash your feet, may you become loyal to them. When they call you, come for home fellowship. Don't betray them by dodging and doing all these kind of things. Talk to God tonight. Talk to God. I can't hear you pray. Lift your voice and talk to God. Lift your voice, lift your voice, pray. now we are praying that any door is a great door and effectual is open unto me but there are many adversaries when a door is open do you use your hands to enter do you use your eyes to enter what do you use your legs today I declare every closed door will open. Every opportunity that has been banked against you will go on the force of. Now, I want you to believe God that look, as we wash your feet, you are going to listen to have a part of the kingdom of God. I forgot one. What did he say? Yes, he said, the, 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 hold on. Inheritance. He said, this is a book of John. Is it First John? He said, "Hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment." See, day of judgment. For as he is, so are we here on earth. Say, as he is, so I am here. It's about taking the side. Now, he said, he said, here is our love made perfect that we may have discernment. Say discernment. In the day of, the day of judgment is the day that you have to make decisions. That making those decisions should not be hard for you. Are you hearing me tonight? Now, he said, as he is, so are we. So, listen, God in his glory, the son of God in his glory, Jesus walked in dominion on earth. I said he walked in dominion. I said he walked in dominion. He had everything at his command. As we wash your feet, you will take dominion. In the, when you step into a foreign territory, the dust they cannot gather on your feet. 
you cannot be identified by the spirit in that place I said the territory and the they will not be able to attach themselves to you now say in the name of Jesus tonight as my feet are washed I declare I declare doors open Doors open. Doors, doors open. Doors open. Doors open. Doors open. Begin to prophesy. Doors open. Doors open. Doors open. Doors of ministry. Financial doors. Marital doors. Employment doors. It's a door. It's a door. Lift your voice and pray tonight. Rekatola masoka yatelada. Ikelo basoka do 